Welcome to another episode of Monk of All Trades. So this episode is going to be slightly different and I'll tell you why. For all my previous episodes, I kind of knew the guest well on a personal basis, all right? So I knew what kind of content they would be able to give me. I knew what was the topic around that particular content and I knew how they would kind of reply to certain questions. So I was able to generate even more questions around their answers. I was able to script the general idea of the conversation beforehand. In this case, it wasn't possible. And that's probably because I started speaking to Shreeman just a couple of weeks back. So he had, you know, given a very peculiar choice, I would say, to one of the polls on my stories. So I was intrigued by it. I sent him a DM. We started texting and I was like, I would love to have a conversation with you someday. And so we spoke at around 12.30 a.m. one night and we spoke about politics, economics, social issues, social media, uh, football entered the conversation, uh, our particular subjects. He's a computer science first year at Ashoka University. I'm a mathematics first year at Shivnanda University. And, you know, I was like, would you be interested in appearing on my podcast? He was into it. So here we are. So, like I said, I did not have any particular script for this conversation. So the content you're going to be listening to is completely spontaneous. All right. So I just had a vague idea. Uh, I would like to talk to him about social media. That was my vague idea. All right. And that's because he's currently the strategy lead at LegX. He was the editorial head of political.com and he has also worked with school bus in the past. And I mean, I've, I've never seen a youngster like this. I'm not even joking. All right. I've never seen any 18 year old who's done all this kind of, I mean, I, I don't even have a word for it, all right? So whatever Shreeman has done is amazing. So I was like, I got to have him on the show. He was very articulate about his thoughts. Not only were they erudite and intellectual, they were also very palatable and easy to understand, all right? So I feel that it's very important when it comes to topics like social media because everyone should be aware of certain things. And even if some of this content, you know, some of these questions may seem like, you know, they're kind of mainstream. Some may seem kind of intriguing. Some may be questions you've never heard of. Um, it's important to listen to all of them with the same amount of attention because you need to reflect upon the answers Shreeman gives you, all right? And because if you reflect upon them, you'll start thinking, okay, it's actually quite deeper than what he's just saying. Like, you know, he's keeping it at a very surface level because if he starts talking about it, he's going to go into a huge rabbit hole. And that will, you know, just... It, the, the conversation will be never-ending then. So I hope you guys enjoyed this because I found it extremely engaging because what I had planned to be around a 30-minute episode turned out to be an hour's worth of content and I couldn't remove a single part of it. I was clueless. I'm like, what am I going to remove from here? So I just let it be as it is. I hope you enjoy this. Shreeman will be here on the other side of this intro. Hi, Shreeman. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, when I came across your profile on Instagram, I instantly knew that I had to talk to you because I mean, it seems it's not something that you'd see a typical person of our age doing. I mean, you've, you've worked with quite a few, you know, companies you've worked, uh, you've worked on social media as well, which is something that all youngsters want to do today. And you've actually done it. And I've gone across the content on those two pages as well. And I was like, okay, this, this guy is the same age as me. He's doing this. I need to talk to him, find out, you know, whatever his journey is and all that. So thank you so much for being here. 
yeah man it's my pleasure man so yeah um uh, like talking about school and political like these are the two organizations where i worked and built like uh, the primary urge to actually work in content on social media was primarily because of the ranting going on in social media by typically people of our age who right like the problem is that a lot of the time in social media facts aren't verified and they aren't checked and a lot of times the sway of the uh, public opinion goes to the person who is actually you know like you can't get your news from a politician film star or any celebrity like you need to get it from a very verified journalist and right. even the journalists you have bias so that is that isn't really a very efficient way to get news through social media but then the problem is that a lot of us spend a lot of time on social media so there has to be a way where we could give a clear crisp news through social media and that's where when like i began to work on this aspect and the first part where i worked was with political where we were extremely uh, keen to bring out about bring on a decentralized news platform uh so the start the way we actually started to achieve that was through my building and community of like minded people on instagram where we gave them the boring old news in the form of news slides which were in about 400 to 500 words with a clean and clear crisp definition news where when by and right. how you yeah so that was pretty much what we were doing in political and the later part of political was that we wanted to build a decentralized news website where people could actually go and vote on the news articles they like and bring it up so we wanted to create replicate the subreddit world news for the indian audience and we thought it would be the best if we could create an audience through instagram and then port it over there right right so um yeah it like you said it came out of that frustration right that sadly like as you said Uh, the online world public opinion sway is literally proportional to the number of followers you have that's how much you can influence the public um pretty much it. uh when you were starting political right uh, you obviously wouldn't mm-hmm. have had uh, that many followers then how did you decide to like you know what what was your plan of action to like you know gra- uh, gain traction like how do i get people to listen to me because uh, sa- believe it or not they are going to first check if you have a blue tick or not and that's going to influence them whether they even going to pay attention to you let alone agree or disagree with what you say whether they want to pay attention to you or not depends on the number of followers you already have and whether you have a blue tick next to your name so how did you like first begin to like you know make people take you seriously um i think this is something which i would want to give uh, advice to anybody who is posting content on social media is that uh, consistency like you will not find followers for the starting 10 20 heck i mean it's like you won't find it for the initial month or so you will not but then the uh, way the thing is that you need to keep doing it whether you see an immediate effect or not the consistency to do it regardless right. of seeing an effect that should be that and once you do that uh, that is how you actually build trust like you get newspaper every day at your home no matter what and you might read it you might not read it but then you still get the newspaper at your home right. the problem is that a lot of us personally when i have seen content creators my age a lot of them they begin accounts like these and then the issue is that they do not go ahead with the consistency part like they do not they would give up they do not gain traction or 
like you know see and substantial increase in followers that is not how it works uh, to build any successful community you need to put in a lot of effort and consistency like chrome wasn't built in a day so, like we didn't really have a plan but we are very clear that we will not spend on advertising so what we did was that we organ we relied completely and organic on organic traction and believe it or not it actually did work uh, what we gave for the the uh, brand niche was that we wanted to deal with serious stuff which nobody else would want to on social media and right. uh, we did proper research reporting on it and we made it into graphic visuals which would appeal to the people so we took a wide guess of what would the what would appeal to the public and we went ahead with it uh it for the effort we put in we could have bought in a lot more of uh, like you know traction if we had been a meme page or if we had been a more if we had gone through other mediums but then the fact is that the sad fact is that uh, you need to create quality content and for quality content it might not gain traction but then you should right. be very keen and passionate on what you're doing and that is what will make you see through the end of it right um so especially when you decide to start doing this thing uh, it's a political page let's uh, it's like going to involve a lot of you know uh, let's say a at least a certain section whatever something that you post is going to appear controversial if not all all right they are not going to like what you're putting so and you always know that you know you need when you're starting out you need to try to gain as many followers as possible you need to appeal to as wide as an audience as possible like your target cannot be extremely small you need to like try to uh, you know make it appealing to as many people as you can but again you need to stick to you know what you believe is right what what kind of content you want to put across so what was your you know i like you know what was your thinking behind that should i uh, stick to the thing that will gain me followers or should i stick to what i believe in what do you think what did you do and what do you think is the better approach um so yeah uh the at the end of the day we are uh, we were i mean we very precise we were a startup whose agenda wasn't entirely social service we were clear cut we are with a clear cut plan to monetize it and gain traction as well and we were a business at the end of the day so the uh, issue is that you when you want to bring in money into anything to into anything that is that has to be a bit of compromise on your ideology and this is where we had to take a very tough call and we decided that we will not monetize the instagram at all and we wow. would rather uh, like i mean ha so what we wanted was just a bunch of people who really liked that that is what was the expectation from instagram and that was a pretty hard call to take uh, which which would have paid off if we had uh, done a few other things to bring the we what we our plan was to monetize the website and just leave the instagram as simple as possible and and keep it in a way that people enjoy the content and they can every day when they log in at 6 pm they can see a news which they trust that is what we wanted to do right and we did that as well uh, but then yeah uh, in this point of time we had to make sure that it was something which we believed in and we wanted to create a community for like minded people with us uh, and at that point we had a, we had the chances to report on a lot of 
controversial things and allegations uh, but we refrained from all of that because we wanted to deal with proper hard facts for which uh, we could personally for which we personally trust these sources and we could be held accountable like you could like you could see our entire two year posting history and never once did we tell that we are sorry we were wrong on this like right we, we check our facts we make sure it's concrete and then we post them if we believe it and even if the news is not appealing it still is news news is not supposed to be like what you like and what you don't like news is news like there's no likable news don't like true. you don't like the news very true and that is what we did like if something happened we tell you there's no that's we don't want to give the news which will appeal to you we just give the news period that's quite surprising like you know what you said like whenever we you know we don't want to be uh, give you something which is you know uh, which could have happened which po- possibly occurred or this person has been accused of this there's this there's a possibility of this kind of scandal happening you gave like facts which have already been verified but if you look at you know yeah. a lot of these and you're not obviously you guys weren't uh, you know uh, you weren't a name already you were starting off from scratch but you see a lot of these you know journalists uh, let them be independent let them be you know a huge uh, let them belong to a huge media group itself um, they rush to put out content because they want to be the first in line right and many times as a result of it that is probably wrong because not all the facts have come out yet right so as a result of that and you know uh, a lot of people become misinformed as a result of it and many times they don't bother to correct themselves and it's very hard to you know even they don't correct themselves unless people point it out and people many times don't are unable to point it out because they've already consumed the misinformed in piece of information right so how do you think people will start taking non verified accounts more seriously because this is something i have noticed all right the larger the following the you know the larger the you know verification or you know popularity of a particular account i have seen that there is actually a larger chance for them to get away with propagating a particular ideology or straight up giving misinformation like straight up misinformation how do you think is a possible mechanism so that we can get out of this what do you think is a possible mechanism because uh, i because obviously because you guys are trying to build up from the scratch you guys do need a stamp of you know credibility to yourself which is probably why you uh, you people take the extra effort to go ahead and okay let's ensure that whatever we put out here is 100% correct let's not have any room for error mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. but people as a but people don't take you know you seriously until you have that following or until you have that uh kind of uh you know blue tick next to your name and that's also partly because of you know the social media algorithms which work they kind of suppress a uh, lot of independent creators before even they can grow big because mm-hmm. it does, they don't suit their ideology or whatever that is so what do you think is a possible uh way to get out of this do you think people should not rely on social media for news do you think people should stick to newspapers and things like that or do you believe that people should look at social media differently for news content itself um all right so that's a very wide question so let me yeah, try i know it's wide it's wide parts. yeah uh the first part was the verified accounts uh so from what i have worked with and seen is that verification of accounts is to show that a public figure is actually the person who the person is and they is the person isn't an imposter so that is right. what the entire verification is meaning it doesn't it's not a stamp of credibility per se 
right uh, but then yeah there is this mentality that a blue verified account means it is a public figure so that mentality is something which does affect uh, but the problem the thing is that uh, there is no fact verification on instagram Uh, right. like that is fact verification but then that is at its very infancy and it cannot be relied upon the same right. with the entire uh, monopoly of facebook uh, you do not have any fact proper fact verification uh, so there is no real way to check that that's point number 1 and verified sources uh, in these matters they do not have a lot of you know privilege over unverified accounts as well uh, so one of the beauty of social media is that like like you said uh like over like, like prior like in around 30 years ago 20 years ago you did not have these platforms at all and you had to rely on news upon newspapers and there were hardly five to six large newspapers in a nation and there were regional newspapers for each state in let's say 7 to 10 uh so you that is very much that is like your entire news source and a few right. reviews so that is uh in my opinion is not a very good way to consume news when you have very less sources but then when social media came up came uh it wasn't like you didn't have to be a journalist to you know just report on news you could be on the scene you could be with somebody with a mobile anybody with a mobile phone is a journalist pretty much right true and you don't really have like so i believe that social media has democratized the entire process of journalism and how we consume news uh so again like with democratization of a platform there also is uh, like you have again the problem of verification of facts come again and there is no real way to say that a verified account gives you pure proper facts and non verified account will not give you proper facts like that is not a very clear demarcation uh so there really is sadly no way where you can be very sure of the way how you consume news uh through social media and be safe from fake news although there is uh i would like to say that consuming news through social media uh is again like a double edged sword you have a lot of benefit you get a lot of views angles at the same time these very many news angles to a story could also lead to a lot of fake news and right. uh so personally i would not suggest anybody to not consume news from social media because again like if you see news platforms they are coming on to social media like they do not they no longer own the monopoly of news every, like True. any single tom every single tom dick and harry with an internet connection and a mobile can write news on social media and i find that very beautiful to be very honest like if anybody is able to do uh this and that is the in the truest sense the democratization of information now right. with democratization of information there has to be regulations and when regulation comes that really isn't democratization so right. there has to be a more i would say that there has to be a more uh, refined way in which these this news the democratization of news is taken forward because i at this point would not trust uh these platforms to be the safeguard like i don't i won't believe these silicon valley giants to be the safeguarding of the news i mean they i don't trust them you, right. you they cannot be the fact checkers so right i do appreciate what these platforms have created but i will not trust them for the verification of sources there has to be a slightly there has to be a bit more of technological advancement in where 
we can create a completely democratic process of consuming news right so um here's a question since you are throwing a bunch of words around like democratization and every tom dick and harry can has, is now literally a journalist i'm going to ask you something you you did say that you know everybody is now able to access information everybody can also provide information but given how social media algorithms work hasn't this also led to greater polarization because let's let's assume that you know there's a newspaper which i'm uh, i'm ordering a newspaper obviously they will not in a democratic country like india there is not going to be monopoly of thought when it comes to newspapers okay because they will realize that even if there's even if a lot of newspapers are like on one particular side right somebody is going to realize that okay this is happening let me provide a newspaper from another angle and that will obviously start selling because people will want to read that they want to know the other side because there will be people who get frustrated with you know uh, newspapers which only which only show one side of the coin to, so to speak but when it comes to social media you keep consuming content that appeals to your inner ideology if you think about it because the algorithm shows you that so that causes a lot of polarization and um if you if you've seen documentaries there have been several already on this so doesn't democratization would you rather have democratization of this over polarization is that what you're trying to say i, I just want to know your opinion on this um all right i think the word polarization over here has been used very generously and <laughs> frankly yeah, i will not i will not uh, disagree with what you have said like if you if you would want to i mean uh, the social media does allow a lot of uh, this algorithm does actually polarize a lot of people and i will not disagree that this is a major concern but then that's where i my initial point was that we need a better tech stakeholder in this process to make it truly democratic like i really appreciate the fact that there are so many uh, independent news journalists and like content creators with regard to media on the platform but then uh, you would have to be given a clear biased view of everybody you ju- you just cannot see the white which you want you have to also see the black which you do not want but also exists and when you just see the white and you disregard the black that is what polarize that is when polarization happens and social media does social media's algorithm does push you the content which you want to see because for them their agenda is that you spend time on the platform right now you really cannot blame them for this like they again at the end of the day are a business and True. we cannot ask a business to not do what you're doing i mean you can actually uh, put regulations everything but fundamentally their interests aren't aligned with yours and everybody should know that right uh, so that has to be a point where a stakeholder in tech has to create a platform or there has to be an advancement in this field where uh there is no real there's no way that you can push news news to an uh to you know further your agenda and polarize so there has to be a kind of an advancement in this side but yeah i do agree that polarization does happen although i wouldn't really use the word polarization like if i like cat videos and i watch cat videos and i get more cat videos that is not polarization i mean that is just content right, right. aggregation at its finest right so it's i think it should be something the term which should be using is something more of seeing the different viewpoints right with that is what 
democratization of news should be doing you should be able to see all the different news points right we're talking about this uh, there's a there was a recent uproar right over um, certain social media uh, giants banning certain people or whatever so because of uh, whatever reason let it be uh, whether uh, whether it's a reason why they said it is or because they do not agree with certain aspects of their thinking i i don't want to get into it it's between them but uh, poland did something they decided to enforce their laws okay they decided to take a step towards you know ensuring that none of their citizens are banned from social media unless they violate the country's laws like they said okay you are a business i get it but you have to follow the laws within our land all right so if if our citizen does not violate our country's laws then you cannot ban them from you know saying whatever they want to say or posting whatever they want to do etc so do you feel that's a positive step do you feel that you know countries should start you know regulating social media using their own laws or do you believe that they should be like you know the social media giant has complete monopoly over who they wish to ban who they wish to censor who they wish to flag or whatever but there's again a problem won't there be different laws for different countries if this happens you know what may be considered um let's say controversial or what may be considered wrong in terms of both morally and factually in one country may not be considered the same in another country so i mean how do you how do you solve this conundrum now what do you think is the best approach for this um so personally i am a uh, very much in favor like i'm like i'm talking this entirely from my personal perspective right and like and also a fair disclaimer i have zero experience in political science and the entire government how they work so this is pretty much uh me speaking out from my mind so like do not really take my word for it and like with that i would like to say uh i am i'm a firm believer in free information and nobody right. should be able to control or tell you you should consume this or consume that Right. whether it be your government or it be on social media website right now the way which we can uh, achieve that is and completely at all like and the reason why poland was able to tell like was was uh, poland was able to pull this off is probably because they were able to tell the social media company or the business that if you want to function in our place in our geography you need to follow our laws and then the business also has an you know responsibility towards their stakeholders to be able to you know uh, get their business running so they would want to work in poland so they would have to comply now in that way uh, in information and news is being censored right now i am not very much keen on this uh, i would rather let unregulated free information flow rather than you know have a regulation of information because the the way you have to tackle regulation of information is very very tricky right and the problem with unregulated with unregulated information is that that can be a lot of fake news with it and that can be a lot of violence spread through that now right. that this is like a fine line which i would have to pull which you would have to take now the same these same laws can also censor information at time like this can also be used to you know curb free speech at the same True. time entirely free 
mediums can also you know lead to uh, a lot of misinformation fake news and my personal you know the way which you could tackle this is that there has to be an advancement from the side of technology which you know strikes a balance between free news and make sure that there is no uh, you know misinterpretation and there's no you know violence being incited or there is anything which is negatively harmful and right again there has to be a way this could be achieved right. now this is something which we are very very far from achieving in my opinion and right now this entire uh, democratization of internet in like which is an exactly democratization of news is with social media giants and right. these social media giants they uh, no matter how good they might be by heart and they would be not doing evil they are a business right and you really you can you know give them a rap on the knuckles but then they are a business they are meant to make profits and they would go to do that right uh, so i wouldn't really like what poland has done uh, i wouldn't really let a news at a nation uh, like i wouldn't let my nation decide what news i should consume because that is really that is not how news is supposed to work true so yeah there should be a balance which should be struck in both the free uh, freeness of the speech and the flow of and and like the regulation right um so now you said like there has to be some sort of better mechanism to you know provide free speech at the same time sort of control you know misinformation or fake news or you know uh things which are outrageous being said on social media so i have come across a couple of ideas on the internet on this and these are not mine it's just what i've read uh, i do not i don't remember who said this or you know where i read this but i saw something which said that you know each uh individual or company will be given just one account right so right now for example i could open 10 instagram accounts i mean it's perfectly within my capacity to do so but i would be restricted to allowed to use i would be allowed to open only one account and i would be limited to let's say one post a day or uh, one post a week or something like that like you know i cannot post indefinitely and moreover mm-hmm. i'll have only one account and that will only be via verification right like uh, i need to mm-hmm. uh, show some id or i don't know uh, and i have to be of a certain age whatever it is because again you if you get if you have youngsters getting into social media very early one good thing is like you know they'll be aware at the same time they may not be old enough to realize that what they're being shown may not be what the reality is because of the heavy mm-hmm. polarization that exists and again i'm using the word polarization quite generously here because of uh, yeah but do you think that this could be a possible effective you know regulation because if you think about it let's assume that everyone is restricted to one post a day they are allowed only 300 so approximately 300 posts a year or if one post a week they are restricted mm-hmm. around 50 posts a year so don't you think that they will start focusing more on what kind of post they want to put out like because think about it if a person let's say if i'm a journalist right and i put out fake mm-hmm. news i know i can anyway post a couple of posts later on clarifying this clarifying that but if i'm allowed to only one post a week or one post a day there's like 24 hours or like the seven days for people to come out yeah. and attack me and find out that i am not a credible source or whatever there is right there is no mm-hmm. there is no scope for me to get away with it so don't you think that do you think that this will be an effective mechanism uh, because it kind of does preserve free speech uh, because i i mean you you don't have indefinite you don't have infinite posts 
but everybody has the same number of postels right so as long as the rules are same for everyone um i mean it seems fair what do you think about it um so this really does sound like a really good idea and uh, i feel that a lot of this has been implemented in what is going on in the subreddit of world news like you get to post only once a stipulated time period and you cannot spam you are just given one vote to upvote a like i mean you are given one vote for a time period you cannot spam your vote so a very rough crude idea of what you just said is being is being implemented in the subreddit which i spoke about world right. news of reddit uh it does act it would definitely make a lot of difference but then in my opinion the crux of the problem is that the platform on which is this, is this being carried out right because uh in at the end of the day there still is a way in which you know even if you just get one uh, let's say you get one post or one you know uh, way to convey it could multiply and then it could still be a fake news as well and right there has to be a mechanism by the platform to be able to keep that in check now right uh this is where things get a bit tricky because uh the platform again their interests have to be some their their interests cannot be with aligned with any other nation's interests or personal agenda this right. is where you know the control of the platform should not be with any single person rather should be with a lot of people uh right. something similar to what uh, you know bitcoin has achieved it is an unregulated technology for cryptocurrency and that it is unregulated and it still is able to you know function now right is something which i would want to see in media and our platform like like this idea could really work but then i think the crux of the problem is in the platform and simple answer is that the platform cannot be a business making money it should be a rather more you know it should be a platform which whose interests lie with nobody and it exists with the people with no one person having the power to shut it down or monitor it right you know you were saying that um while democ- democratization has actually you know promoted free speech it's allowed everybody to put out their content it's allowed everybody to put out their uh, thoughts across um but as a result of this right do you feel that this is actually resulted in people thinking less because i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i think of this okay so uh beforehand let's assume you had to put your content across you did not have it wasn't immediate like right now the moment i think of something if i want 100 people to know about it i can get it done in a matter of minutes am i like that it's it's that easy for me to do it moreover if i want to consume content right because of social media i can i can consume 100 pieces of content in 10 minutes less than 10 seconds for each piece of content but beforehand when i was consuming content i used to sit and like it was a newspaper it was a book it was a uh, let's even call it a blog on the internet right uh it was longer so and even if i had to put my content across i had to spend more time thinking about it and you do realize the moment the moment you think more whether you're consuming it or you're producing content because of your the increase in your thinking time or whatever you start you know uh 
you you build a self mechanism like it becomes a mechanism of self check you're able to mm-hmm. control your thoughts you're able to uh, articulate things more clearly you are not ruled by emotion so easily your your content becomes more erudite both in terms of the way you're consuming mm-hmm. it and the way you're producing it so because social media like you said we are putting news i mean that's the trend right now right you just see headlines coming across the details is gone the nuance is gone so do you feel that you know any piece of content under a certain word limit should be fact checked before putting it across because at least if there's a lot of details i'm telling you this uh, it's actually you know they say they say this right um, if a person starts spinning a web of lies the longer they talk the more easier it is to spot the lie so mm-hmm. obviously yeah. the more i can i'm i'm and i'm being honest this from personal experience the moment i see a long article right even if it is uh, factually incorrect the longer the article is it is actually easier for me to catch it personally because i can mm-hmm. i can find something over there which doesn't add up like my my common sense my intuition tells me it's wrong so do you think this is an mm-hmm. effective mechanism for it do you feel that word limits like you know if you don't meet a certain word limit your content will be fact checked before you put it across particularly if you have a certain following already um all right so my answer to this is stemming from personal experience and uh so a couple of years ago i mean uh like when the chennai floods happened or like from where i live in chennai uh, it did affect a lot of people and at that time the conventional media sources weren't able to you know they weren't able to do what they were because again it's not really possible to run a newspaper in like when the city is half flooded right and right. a lot of times the social media stepped up and i don't know if you would like i would brand it as news if there is if there is somebody offering help and there's somebody needing help you're connecting them again that is news to me so right. oh perhaps i should have clarified this better i'm talking about strictly when it comes to you know things which are you know political or this thing not in terms of emotion nah, yeah no i like i'm coming yeah i'm coming yeah. i'm talking about that as well so yeah. uh yeah that again qualifies like to be able to raise awareness is a part of news cycle and this is again broadly news you would uh, i mean uh, 30 years ago 20 years ago there was no way you could give quick news and now there are ways to give right. quick news doesn't mean that the old platforms are dead you still have new york times the economist all giving very thought news articles and everything they still exist though they are less in number they still do exist so right i do not you know see this as an unwelcoming change to to have you know fast and quick news but like as you said it also allows a lot of information to go ahead and like it makes the facts a little more unverifiable now the thing is that in terms of emergency this like to you can't really wait like you want to issue an a really quick news or anything you cannot really stop them verified and go that really beats the purpose of a news being quick so right. and again short news like you cannot really tell like if the short news is urgent or it is not urgent because again that is not a claim which we can make nobody true, can true. because uh, yeah so at this point i would say that uh, like this would have been a problem if there was no other alternative to these kind of news but that is an alternative to these news and frankly right. i see the benefit from these uh, you know the social media and the news very like very 
I regard it very high. And right. the benefits outweigh the, you know, whatever uh, negatives are there right now. The positives are obviously I mean, better. Uh, you couldn't really say they outweigh the negative, but then the positives have made a lot of difference. Like you, like outweighing the negatives would, you know, undermine the negatives, which is not I want, which is not something I want to say. Right. What I okay. want to say is that the positives are really good. And if you would want to crunch down the, if you would want to you know, storm down the negatives, a lot of the positives would also go. So I would right. want to find us a solution where, you know, uh, there again, like I said, I, 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 my entire conversation is being revolving around this one point that the platform has to change where we consume the media. Right. Uh, that is, I think, my entire point, which I've been circling around the entire episode. Is no, 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 it's the... fine. It's completely fine because it's important. <laughs> That's the critical point, which you know, which I feel should matter. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, the platform has to change rather than the format of the news or then the content or the people who are interacting with it. The delivery mechanism, in its very truest words, that has to be made. That has to be divested to the people. Right. Um, but like you said, the platform has to change, right? Now you use words like a democratization and all that, but if the platform is the one that has to change, then social media isn't a democracy. If you think about it, because it's the platform is only going to change depending on whoever is the one running it. And that, that is very difficult for someone, a commoner to change, right? He cannot, uh, sadly or not, you know, there are very few social media platforms right now. Uh, which like, you know, control, like have such a big sway over people. You, you have startups coming occasionally, but most of the time they either die out or they are bought by, you know, the big giants. And don't you feel that, you know, uh, like I said, like, you know, don't you feel that, you know, people are kind of helpless when it comes to this, like, there's no, there's, I don't see this stopping. Like how, how, how am I going to stop? I don't see any solution to it. And the, like I said, there's a problem because people, like you said, right, there's, too, there's so much information right now. And like I said, people don't stop to sometimes think because they read everything in brief, you know, snippets. Um, it's just like in, when you're in class, if the teacher keeps bombarding you with bits of information, which may be only like, you know, towards one particular viewpoint, which may be only, you know, headlines, which may only be this thing, which does not give you any room to think about the other side or even think about your own side in detail. Isn't that, isn't that a never ending process? Because I mean, this is, it's, it's because I see it like that. I mean, um, and I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Uh, see, I, I am a huge football fan. All right. So out of 10 posts on my, you know, uh, explore, uh, feed eight of football, the, out of the mm-hmm. remaining a couple, uh, that's because that's what I, I don't, uh, you know, look to social media for my news. Like I don't depend on it. So I don't voluntarily search and like news platforms. I, uh, use other sources. So, uh, I don't have a lot of news content coming. And I realized that because of the fact that I realized that I was becoming polarized towards one particular side after a while, mm-hmm. that's because I was only consuming that particular side, especially in the beginning of the lockdown last year. And after yeah. that, I stopped liking any news, uh, you know, page, like, unless it was mm-hmm. a fact, uh, unless it was factual news rather than opinionated news, because a lot of news these mm-hmm. days is opinionated. They're opinionated articles. They're not fact-based articles. So, uh, I used to like only fact-based articles. So now I don't have literally, I have zero news, uh, feed on my page, but it's quite difficult for you to realize that. I mean, I realized that, uh, when, you know, I don't know what got into my head. I realized I woke up one day and I realized that that's what's been happening to me. Uh, I, I I actually can't put a finger on it, but 
uh, I don't think that's going to happen for everyone. I don't think everyone's going to realize that. So do you feel at some point that, you know, we need to stop this? Do you feel social media should ever like be completely stopped? Because I don't see any solution and I don't think anybody sort of an effective solution. So would you rather say that, you know, banning of social media com- completely, I know this sounds very absurd because we've gone over this in the past as well. We've gone over this in mm-hmm. previously in the podcast. Do you feel banning social media? Not totally, but from the sake of a business run model is, would you say that's fair? I mean, uh, would you say that, you know, uh, controlling whatever profits or controlling, you know, let's say, uh, the screen time an individual can spend, like, you know, you can probably put limits on the number of posts they can, uh, you know, upload in a particular time period, uh, or, or another method could be you allow people to use social media for just 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, something like that. Do you feel that, uh, such reforms will come up or do you feel it will result in the entire banning of social media? Because I, I think I see only two ways. I don't think the present form is going to continue in the long, long, uh, long run. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, so that's a really interesting question and a very long word. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, the answer to this in my, in, in my personal opinion is uh, so like, I think for the past 30 minutes, 40 minutes, we have been talking and I think you would have understood by now that I am not for banning anything. I am right. like, you have a problem, right. let's find a solution. Let's not stop the thing which is causing the problem. So that is personally my approach. Like right. nobody should be able to tell you what you should do and what you should not do because that is personal, you know, human rights and, and, and like nobody should be able to tell you that. And uh, pessimistically, Yes, it does look like a very large problem, what you just narrated entirely like this. You cannot really let the news be in the hands of social media. And uh, clearly, you cannot close social media for that. I mean, this is not a valid solution. Although the problem still does exist. And problems have been existing the entirety of mankind. And when there's a problem one time like that always is a solution. Like somebody does find a solution. Like that is how we have been evolving as an man, as a human race. That has been a problem. We have been solving it. So I see this as a problem, which is waiting to be solved. Like I do not see this as a very ideological problem. Uh, I see this like a very, you know, a technical problem, which can be solved. And I right. would I'm, I would rather you know like to take my chances on waiting for a solution and you know I would I would be very optimistic that an answer that a solution could be found in our lifetime for this but right. certainly clamping down social media or you know restricting people's freedom to do whatever they want is not really a very good answer to this I would not be an advocate of closing down people on social media and clamping down that like I mean that is personally just my opinion but yeah I'm very much of the belief that there will be a solution for this it's just that it's a problem waiting to be solved yeah right wow okay that's that I mean that's that's quite and you actually see that in the long run it's like you know when you have a uh, like you know when you have a problem you don't try to stop what was causing that problem you actually try to find a solution for it and that's actually more effective in the long run and uh, what you said is completely valid. And you, there are several examples throughout history and you know, may not be with social mm-hmm. media, but with respect to several other things, right? So mm-hmm. if there's a particular, you know, kind of ideology, which is being misunderstood, you make people understand ideology properly instead of, you know, banning the ideology f- 
for example, completely, because that's obviously it's better to understand something properly rather than ban it for this because it's getting misunderstood. So, yes. uh, yeah. Anyway, so here's my final question to you. If, uh, since you are both a consumer and you've been a producer of content, all right. Mm-hmm. And you've done, uh, you've done the production part of it quite well as well. What are three things you would say, uh, for a producer and what are three things you would say for a consumer with respect to them using social media, especially when it comes to things which are, you know, which matter, like let's say politics or social issues or something like that, because let's be honest, uh, uh, what mm-hmm. people think of a sports incident or something isn't going to impact our world that much. So what would you say are three things, both producers, as well as consumers of controversial content on social media, what should they keep in mind? Um, all right. So like, I will not agree with the hierarchy of content, like just because <laughs> it's so important doesn't mean that this is not important. Like I right. would, content is content. Media is media. There is nobody sitting and deciding this will have a more larger impact. And this will right. So I will try to keep my answer with the respect of media per se. And I think that would also answer your specific question as right. well. But, yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. Uh, so as an, I would want to start with as a producer and as a producer, uh, the fundamental thing is mm, in any way, it is consistency, like I said, in the very start of the episode and uh, over here as well. Now, consistency in the way is that you need to be doing what you're doing and like there is no excuse for you to not do that. Uh, if you are an producer it is your duty to put up content and that is like the only way you can grow and that is like a responsibility you have towards your audience and in that way I mean uh, if you do have that that is a way you can establish yourself as a prominent source of media and I don't really think what can you like and like your specific question was that what would you tell a I mean, a content producer with respect to controversial news, right? How do you deal with that? No, just posting online, a uh, building credibility. How, how do you go about that process? Like, uh, you know, getting your uh, thoughts oh, out. Uh, how do you get, how, see, you can put your content out on social media, but for you, how do you make people consume it? That's the kind of thing. Like three, yeah, uh, three so basic yeah, tips. Like I it. said, now. Huh. So number one was like I said, consistency and I covered it right now. And the second part is uh, empathy. Empathy is something which all of us lack collectively. And when it's on a virtual screen, we all lack it. Right. So understand that whatever news you're putting out, there are real people, real people reading it and responding to it. And you yourself are a human being with a set of ethical, moral values. So uh, just not like uh, for the sake of, you know, anything, do not let that empathy. Like understand that empathy is the strongest emotion, which is, which can go a long way to be able to understand what the other person is going through and what the other person would be going through and doing it according to that. Understand that and make sure. Third thing I would say is, uh, I would probably go with having the responsibility and or having the responsibility of being a news media, uh, like you have a civic duty 
if you are if you are putting news and i mean that might sound a very that might sound pretty serious that you have a civic duty and all but then if that is what you are posting as go all the way through it like you are a news media you are a content creator keep creating content you owe that to your audience so content is king audience is also the king just keep them like keep them in your mind and right. you know cater your content in such a way that your audience would find value in it now right. do not get confused that make content which appeals to your audience because uh, i mean that is like a very fine line because some entertainment wise that is something what you should be doing but as a news agent that is not what you should be doing you should True. be creating content for i mean you should be doing what a news media channel does deliver news and i don't think that should be an interchange of roles so here we have to dissect it a bit of what you are are you a news provider or are you an entertainment provider so keep that and again but providing value to the audience is foremost in right. either of the cases i i i agree with one point you said right the civic duty thing i think that's very critical because many times we talk about you know rights you know fundamental right of in this case the consumer like you know i have a right to see whatever i want to see but pe- people rarely talk about the duty you have you know in this case being a producer they don't talk about it much so i think that's a very important point and about now let's get on to consumers what would you say three things people should keep in mind while they're consuming content on social media uh as much as i would like to you know uh, keep one i mean as much as a consumer i would really like to have things done easier my way and i would really like i would like to think that somebody cares about me sorry that is not the news so if you yeah. are reading news by somebody on social media they are somebody who have to pay bills and their bills are being paid by somebody their interests and your interests are very rarely together and if you are finding if you are reading it for free they definitely they do not really have a, i mean i would like try to find out what what are the interests of the people who are writing your news just because right. it appears in a screen in a box doesn't mean it's credible do not take everybody as the last authority they are just people like there are people like you and me sitting across the screen who will want to get their done work done have dinner and sleep they are not people who they are not almighty like they are just people like you and me understand that and do not try and you know take anybody at their face value we are all humans so understand that uh, that as a consumer your the person who's giving your news might not necessarily have you as your best interest right that is number 1 the second is as a content Uh, you know somebody who consumes content all try to pay for your content like i said pay please pay for your content wherever please do not pirate or any like this is like a more broader thing but as a consumer of content i really would you know trust uh, you know magazines publications newspapers which are being you know which you have to pay for and if you are paying for your news it i as an you know as somebody who has been on the producer side if you're paying for your content my civic responsibility is to give you value and it is not to get as many because at that time value trumps over i mean you know volume right so uh please do pay for your content in any sense news any way consume 
content for which you pay for because at that way it's a simple contract you pay for right. it they provide it and in other ways like you do not have to you don't take them at you do not have to you know idealize them like this person is my omnipotent source of news or anything yeah that's true that's true um and third thing is something i think which we broadly covered through the entire uh, news cycle is that i mean through the entire episode is uh ask yourself questions like question the news you get right uh, why and like try to find like try to just question the news you get it's as simple as right. that like ask yourself questions like is can this be true why did this happen why is it being reported in such a way your reaction to your your maybe your first reaction to information shouldn't be you if if the news enrages you or incites a reaction in you it is not it is probably something which is not news like if your first right. reaction to is feeling anger or you're feeling jealousy or if it makes you sad it is like news is not supposed to make you emotional right just get that so question what you're reading right. and like ha huh, that pretty much covers it i think i'm right. very sorry i've been very chaotic over my six points i could no, really no it's, it's completely it's completely fine i mean that so yeah thank you uh, so much because i i genuinely enjoyed this episode i mean i think we approached the same literally i when i started off with this i was quite clear i just want to look at one particular concept especially from someone who's provided it and is a consumer of it and i want to approach it from as many different angles as possible like you know through same questions but if you actually look back and listen to all of them you'll realize that okay they are basically talking about the same thing just different aspects of it in different ways that's pretty much the same thing and i wanted to do this because you know like you said you were a producer as well as a, and you're a consumer of it as well so thank you so much i'm pretty sure whatever you said right now is going to add is going to make someone out there think about something differently whether they're a producer or a consumer whatever it is they're definitely going to think about this thank you so much shriman this was a pleasure and i genuinely enjoyed this i mean it was a very edifying conversation i'm saved from myself man yeah. loved it